All right, welcome back to another episode of Guns, Roses, and Spirituality. Uh, I have a super, super special guest today with me. <laughs> it's Jasmine Ibrahim, <laughs> my super, super amazing co-host. So um, I just want to uh, say thank you, Jasmine, for uh, doing all these podcasts with me. For It's been uh, almost a year, uh, Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving, right? It's almost a year. Oh, my God. Dude, wow, it really has been that long. Yeah, I'm, so it's been eight months. Yeah. Wow. Eight months doing the podcast. Something like that. This time went by so quick. It doesn't, I swear, it feels like maybe it's just like, maybe like a few months. Yeah. So from that point um, of uh, you know, us meeting, doing the podcast and just kind of like, you know, like I was doing my own thing and then like, you know, you started to do your own thing, like with the meditation uh, and then like with uh, Jushin and everything. Can you just tell us a little bit more about your journey with that? Sure. What does that mean? And I think Thanksgiving, that time is a really great place to start because I feel like that's when I really started my journey into being more high vibrational and really being conscious about like how my thoughts are truly affecting not only my day, but like even my goals and like what I really wanted to achieve. And I didn't realize like how many like limiting beliefs I actually held. Um, and even like starting the meditation group, it's just so funny to look back on it now because like, I remember Andy, it's like, uh, when I was doing it for work too, like I wanted to do like a practice run with you. And I was just like, so in my head about it. And like, I really just cared about like more what other people thought. And I I have to admit, I wasn't going with the flow. And it's just so crazy. Like to see myself now, it's like, I just do Like I just hop on and just like do meditation. Like so quickly, like. I just remember, uh, yeah, we, we uh, you expressed the whole meditation thing, and then like that sparked the desire within me to like. I was like, man, that's kind of a cool concept. Like, it'll be pretty badass, and like at at that time, really nerve wracking to like think about like you know being like you know hosting a meditation even online. I feel like honestly, I probably less. It would be probably less nerve wracking like in person, but just being online and just like going through Twitter and everything. It's like, I don't know who the fuck these people are going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we had all these worries. Or I had, like, a, um, you know, all these, like, self-doubts as well. And then, but, like, looking back, like, looking at it now, it's like, damn, the meditation group is, like, a, one family, you know? Like, it's going super it, amazing, right? It like, really it's is. So, like, like you know? what are the odds everyone would be so amazing? Our energies work well together. And it's what I love about it is that like, um, so it's this big group that we have on Twitter. Um, and anyone that joins in, like, we'll just get different people. Like, there's usually like a core group, but then like, sometimes we'll just have like a completely new set of people, or people haven't joined in a while. And I just feel like that energy just maintains, like, no matter who's actually on it, like, it's just vibes and flows so well. Yeah. And I think like, that's just like one of the ways that like the universe just works out for itself. It's like, no matter how much you prep and prepare, like all these like random little factors, like if you really let go and just trust the process, like it'll bring you all of these amazing people, like right at your feet. Yeah. And how else have you noticed like the universe bringing you more people and like more like stuff like that, like maybe outside of the meditation group, like with the, um, with the resin and everything else or just with whatever else. Yeah. And so like the resin was another huge part of my piece. And you know, what's so cool, the meditation and my journey as being a resin artist started basically at the same, same time, like towards the end of March. 
And even with my resin, um, I actually did start last summer. I only did one session though. Like when I had like, I was just like playing around and like this used to be in my backyard. Um, and I really never like got the opportunity to like flow within it because I have to admit like there was just a lot of things going on like personally. Um, and I just feel like looking back, I didn't have the confidence to create. Mm -hmm. And that was a major theme for me. Um, and it was just, I don't know what exactly was holding me back, but I think it was more like, I was just, it was really just the fear of like, what are people going to think about my pieces? You know, like, how are people going to receive it? Yeah. And in March, like, it really just hit me like, you know what, I just want to do this. I want to learn on my own. This seems like such a cool and fun hobby. Yeah. And I swear to God, I never expected it to blow up like this. Yeah. And it was just so fun for me that even at the beginning, um, I, on Instagram, like, I just wanted to keep creating more and more. And I was like, uh, I didn't really have ideas coming up to me. So I just made an Instagram story post. I was like, hey, I'll do like 10 free pieces. Like the first 10 people to hit me up, I'll do a piece for you and, and ship it out for free. Yeah. Um, and I just love how everything worked out because not only did that allow me to expand my creativity and like give me more color options. Yeah. And that's another part. I'm colorblind. I'm red and green colorblind. For me, mixing colors, that's, that's not like my forte. It's really hard for me. Um, although I can appreciate designs, it's like being colorblind, I'm not able to, it's not intuitive for me. So it was so helpful to have people request specific colors. And that kind of like gave me the base of like, all right, this is what people like to see. This is kind of the color combinations that they like. Um, and from there, it was just so cool. Like everyone was so supportive. Like even though I was giving these pieces out for free, they would like post on their stories once they got the packages. And I swear, like all of my customers so far have been through word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. Someone, and it's just so the universe seriously just works in your favor. Like if you really believe, and the most important part was I was having fun with it. I didn't care about money at the time. Like I just wanted to create because I loved it, the action of it. Um, and even so right now, Although, so I don't have a shop yet. This is all like through social media. And I've probably had, I've made like over a thousand dollars in sales since the big, since the end of March, which is blows the mind. Yeah. No website, nothing, no ads. So I'm just so excited, like for what the future holds. Um, and I think at this point, I'm really seeing like how important it is to follow your passion. Yeah. Like, I've always struggled with my nine to five. It's fun. I mean, it's not necessarily fun. I mean, it's, I'm so thankful I have a job like that. The salary is great. Um, but I have to admit, like, the more, the more fun I have, the more I realize how much fun I don't have in other areas. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm seriously so thankful for that revelation as well, because I'm really at the point now where it's like, all right, deep down in my heart, I know I can't do a nine to five long term. But I have to admit, there are, my head does still get in the way of like those subconscious fears of completely abandoning my job and going and being an artist full time. Um, and I really hope I do get the confidence at some point. And <clears throat> I just, I just love this whole journey because I feel like everything just works out in divine timing. Even when there was a period, I want to say maybe at the beginning of the July where I, I was I didn't have any orders. No one was really hitting me up. Yeah. Um, and so, but that allowed me to finally create my own pieces. 
my, and like really unleash my own creativity versus like having people request things. And after that, that's when like the orders started flooding in. Um, and I also went through like a little like down period, like maybe it was like two weeks ago. I was like, oh, people aren't really buying like, but uh, I never saw that as a bad thing. I was like, you know what? This is great time. Like I don't have to worry about making pieces for other people. I could keep continuing my own creations. And then um, this woman hits me up out of the blue. She, she had been wanting to connect with me for a while, but I didn't know what for. I thought it was just to like, just chat. Yeah. Um, so this is a uh, Kaiju soul, by the way. Okay. All right. Um, and so she hits me up saying that, um, she explains that, you know, she's in the process of like creating like this, she's in the middle of like this huge project, um, where she got a, a divine download, um, where her ancestors were telling her like, she needs to get back into music and back into creating. And so she's coming out with this like whole like six piece album. And it's so cool. Like she's basing like each album or song based on your chakra system. Yeah. Like she's calibrating the specific frequencies yeah. to help heal yeah. each of those parts. But I got a sample of it. It's fantastic, by the way. Like I can't wait till the music's actually out. Uh, but she's starting to work with other like um, with other women. Yeah. So she has like a woman of color like doing her video. Another one doing her um, album art cover. Another um, she's working with a herbologist because she wants to create music infused with plants. And I know that sounds crazy, but it is possible. So basically she's taking like the energy and the frequencies of specific plants into her music. And so she asked me to do a commission. The minimum it's going to be is for like a hundred pieces. And so she wants to make um, like resin coasters that I'll make. And so it's just like, I actually started crying when she, when she was like talking to me about it. Cause I was just like, yo, like the universe, I am so grateful for the universe. Like good things just keep happening. Yeah. And it was because like, I never really doubted myself. Like I was, I am pretty, like pretty high vibrational most of the time. And I swear like good things just come out of the blue. Like you have no idea what the next day holds, I swear. So that's why it's just so important just to keep going and going. Like you never know who you're gonna meet. The universe seriously brings you the exact type of people that you need at your life at that moment. And after that, I got it. I'm actually talking to two other people for collaborations. So one is a photographer and another one, um, he actually owns a car shop. And so he wants to like, um, is, he wants to infuse his business cards into art pieces. And, oh, and crazy, you're helping people like just turn their visions or whatever into art, like in just having, it's like so, it's like such an artistic, uh, you know, like version of, Mm-hmm. I don't know like it's yes that's so cool and even like for guns versus you you bring art into like people like you know like if, let's say you make a soap dish or but now it's a super artsy soap, di soap dish right you make a coaster not but it's a super artsy coaster right like or whatever you make it's like you know most people when they buy a candle holder or whatever, whatever you know it's just like a regular candle holder but for you it's like oh it's it's like very artistic and it comes from the heart so it's like what better coaster or whatever product or you know cup mm -hmm. or whatever you know, you know. And, and just to give people some background information so basically resin it's called epoxy resin um and so epoxy it's actually used mostly for like <clears throat> your tabletops and floors like that's what gives it that glossy finish um but if you pour it into different molds and add colors and pigments and glitter you're able to create like these art pieces 
So I actually have like one of those soap soap dishes right here. Yo, holy it's shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's Yo, pretty hold cool. Up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, you come so far from making these. Like <laughs> these are like to me, they're like the iPhone one. <laughs> like <laughs> Bro, I gotta upgrade that red coaster for you because I got even more better pigments. And that was only like what for your birthday, like in May? Yeah, I was literally. That's why I was literally like, Jasmine, just take your time making these because you're getting better every day. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. And that's the, and that's the thing. I think like that's what holds people back too from like, um, like going into like a new adventure for themselves. It's like. They just feel like it's going to be so hard to learn. And like, obviously things aren't going to be perfect at the beginning. Like, that's the fun part. Like you're able to allow yourself to like, really like find your own style as you're learning. So I just want to say, and so with me, with the podcast and everything, it's like, you find out real quick if you love this stuff, because like, you're going to eat shit. And like, when you, when you like experience the, you know, the, the negativity, that's when you find out, okay, do I actually enjoy this or like, do I do this because for another reason? And, mm -hmm. you know, for my podcasting, like, no one was listening for five, six months until like few people started listening, you know, but still like, um, it, it was, it's always been so rewarding and mm -hmm. it's like, I love it so much. Like the, the challenge becomes exciting and fun, you know, like. And what was that like eureka moment for you? where you decided to make a podcast? Was it because you enjoyed listening to podcasts and you just thought like, hey, like, I'd love to do this too? Like, what was your moment? Yeah, that's a, that's a long story. Uh, I was just really heartbroken. And then uh, I hit rock bottom in my life. And I, I literally chose to, um, I don't know, I just chose to do so. I had a moment where I was like, okay, I'm just gonna follow my intuition and go all in on my intuition and stuff. And start following my intuition as much as possible. Even though I was heartbroken, I was eating Indian food one day. And then uh, I had a conversation with a coworker and we were just talking about passion. And for the first time, uh, he said something about passion or about how like passion doesn't have to tie in with money. And that was the first moment where I realized, okay, if I just look at what I enjoy doing, uh, without just taking, just take the money out of it, just take that whole, okay, I have to do this for a career out of it. Just what do I enjoy in the first place? This is like little me, basically. This is like two, a year, two years ago, right? Basically. And it's like, like I had none of the knowledge I do today, but uh, I wrote down like, just, just like a list. I, I told you about this. I wrote down a list of things, you know, like I enjoy doing in general, like uh, at the time, the top three things on my list was um spiritual stuff um transformational stuff and the number three was i enjoy listening to listening to like joe rogan and like london real podcast and uh and then that was that and, and then i wrote down a bunch of more stuff some stuff include like hanging out with my friends uh you know like uh whatever and then a, a while later i literally had like the last like $30 in my pocket. And I didn't know, like, uh, like I, I literally had to, I had to pay for like $1,700 worth of rent out of nowhere. Cause both my roommates left me. So I didn't know how I was going to eat. I didn't know how I was going to pay for rent. I had like $30 in my pocket. And, uh, I remember being, uh, guided just randomly to go to the Barnes and Noble bookstore. And I picked up this book by Gary V and, 
I literally spent my last dollars, my last dollars. Like as a kid, all alone, heartbroken, whatever, alone in this world, I chose my last freaking dollars buying that book. And in the line, uh, while I was checking out, like I heard this conversation, these, these ladies were talking about like Christianity or something, but that just got, kind of got me like thinking about spirituality. And then it, occur- it occurred to me like, how many spiritual podcasts are out there? You know, like I would love to listen to one and that's kind of where it all started. But, uh, you know, who the fuck, I didn't know it was going to work. And then at the same time I start, I, I started Twitter. Look, I, I, uh, I, I started like a Twitter account back in 2016, but I never used it. So I just got back on it and started tweeting and see what that's about. Uh, so that was cool. Um, and yeah. And last thing I want to say is like, I, I started that podcast off just to be a spiritual podcast. Like that was the first like little bit of guidance I got and that was it. And then it became like, um, you know, like as time went by, like it it evolved into much more into what it is today. I used to just think, okay, I'm going to interview other spiritual teachers or spiritual people. But now it's like, I'm like, we're the stars of our shows, you know, it's like, we're, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, a lot has changed, but, um, yeah, so last thing, uh, last thing I also want to mention is, like, it's just so crazy, like, when we first started working together and everything, you are talking about how you always want to find your passion. I, we talked about this so many times, but I can't make that more clear. Like, you always talk about wanting to find your passion, you know, whatever. And, you know, we talked about how, like, if you just focus on your happiness, it will all come, right? And, like, we, neither of us knew how this was going to show up. Like, nope. I, like... You know, I was curious too. I was like, what the fuck is happen- going to happen with Jasmine? Because at that point in your life, it was like, you know, like none of that was happening yet. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we knew something about something was going to happen. You want to do something with like, you know, more spiritual stuff and whatever, but we never knew and creative stuff, but we never knew how that was going to look. But now look like, and this is just the beginning for you, but still like mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Like, and, and it's so it's crazy. It's not even just art. It's like spiritual too you know it's like both would you consider what you're doing to be spiritual from my point of view it is because um so i for specific pieces i actually do listen to like frequencies um i do like like having like setting up like my whole environment um and i have to admit like i do go with the flow i don't really plan out pieces in my head like unless it's like a custom order but like usually when i'm doing it myself like i really I do love meditating, especially before making the pieces as well. Um, And everything just works out perfectly. Like the times I didn't plan anything, that's where like my best pieces have come up. Um, And of course that takes like practice and like experimenting too and experience. Um, That's fun, right? right? The experimenting, the practice. It's so so fun. And like, that's, I'm I'm sorry, I don't even have like the words for it because it's just like, you don't know what you're going to come up. And that's kind of like the cool part of resin. Um, so you basically pour like your, your pigments um, and the liquid plastic into molds, but you're always seeing the back of the molds. You, until you actually let it dry overnight and unmold it, you have no idea what it's going to come out. There have been times, like it's been like 4 a.m. where I just like hopped out of bed knowing that like some of my pieces were ready because I was just so excited to see how they came out. Um, and I do for, um, what I love doing for my customers as well too, is, um, for example, like I make like these hands of hands. Um, so they're great. Like they're signs of like protection, bring you health and good fortune. 
Um, and I do ask people like, what do you need protection with? Like what intention do you want to set with this piece? Um, and I'll seriously like, as the piece is drying, I'll seriously meditate with it in front of me and really try to set those intentions for the person. Um, and for specific pieces, I actually love um, putting them under full moons if the timing works out right. And I don't know, like, it's just, it just feels so powerful. Like, wow, like, I'm a creator. I made this. It's just such a powerful feeling. And I think, like, it's like that with any hobby. Like, no matter what you choose, no matter what you love to do, it's like that sense of creation. Like, that's what we're here for, to manifest and, like, push our limits, yeah. our limits of our imagination. Yeah. Like, and it's just such a powerful feeling to have something envisioned in your head and see it come to life. And it's seriously like one of the best feelings, I swear. I, I just really quickly wanted to mention like the difference between, okay, so action, the difference between what Jasmine is doing versus what, like in terms of action versus what like someone who's struggling is doing, which is like most people, they're not uh, focused on the, the alignment part, the creative part, the passion, excitement part. And they're like focused on like, I feel like the struggle part, like they're just taking action without getting in the alignment first uh, versus like Jasmine has, has gotten in alignment. And then, and then now, you know, the action is just always fun. Like um, the action is experimenting, you know, being in the lab. Cause like, you know, like I know how it's fun it is to be in the lab and just, you know, being with yep. yourself, right. Being what you're really with yourself and you're by yourself and with yourself, like feeling your essence, like, and, you know, and just being, uh, you know, so, so, uh, yeah, versus, you know, like, oh, how am I gonna, you know, make my next dollars or whatever, or just how am I gonna start a business? And, and you're focused on like, just, I don't know, something, some, something other than what you truly want. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, what, what do you have to say for, I don't know, artists who are struggling, artists who want to kind of do what you do, like as far as like, you know, like pursue their artistic creativities. And, and talk about money, talk about how money and your art um, mm -hmm. together. And I have to say like, if deep down in my heart, I always knew I was an artist. Even as a kid, I loved to draw. Like that was one, honestly, one of my passions. And I would say like, as an, if, if you think you're an artist, just look back to your childhood for a second and just think about like what you love to do. If it was like coloring, painting, like even creating, like playing with mud and just like making creations, like using your hands or, um, and even as artists, like even musicians, it's like, I feel like you always know if you're a true artist at heart. And if you are, getting into alignment is just going to unleash all of that creativity. It's just going to make taking that action so much easier for you because you're actually going to truly enjoy it. And um, when I think about it, it's kind of like, um, let's say like going to the gym. If I hated exercising, like, all right, I wanted a great body, but I hated exercising. The gym was never fun. It wasn't until I got into alignment and like really saw like, instead of looking at it as like, oh, I really, my goal is to get this body. It's like, no, my goal is to feel good. Yeah. I want to go to the gym and practice every day. And the gym is a tool for me to get to that point, but I can have fun along the way. Yeah. Or even if you want to like eat healthy, 
like you might think like healthy food is boring, but if you look at it from perspective, like, wow, look at how many awesome healthy food I can try and have fun with like, you know, trying out different things yeah. and different combinations. Yeah. It's like having that mindset first is just going to make everything feel so much effortless. And that's how you build your style. Cause you're not going to look for external validation as an artist. You're going to look for like what you truly want to create and the right customers will come. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of money, I have to admit, like at the beginning, um, I did sell things under value because again, I was, that was just another part. Like that was a subconscious insecurity I had like, Oh, what if my art isn't good enough to sell at this price? Yeah. But now the more I do, I'm like, I've been like, I see how much I've been undercharging. Like when you think about it, um, and even my mom told me this because I was talking to her about it. She was like, no, you should charge how much you feel it's worth. Do you know how many people spend, how much people spend on a cup of coffee? Like the most, like think about like the most expensive cup of coffee you could probably get. Maybe it's like $10 at Starbucks if you get like a large and like have it. And so when you're thinking about an art piece, that's like even like 10 to $20. It's like, you're going to have, yeah. It's so crazy. Like how much it's like, it's like with coffee or with other products, you can sometimes like put like a direct worth of value to it. But with like, with like art, it's like, what is the value of this art piece of art? You know, it's just so mm -hmm. crazy. You know, it's cause it technically, <clears throat> logically, like just from a logical sense, okay, coffee gives you caffeine. You know, like uh, this car is $10,000 because it helps you transport. You know, there's like a function for it. Like, but with, just like art, it's like, I don't know, there's this like, there's this value that is unable to be logicalized. And when you think about it, like art really does last forever. It's not like a cup of coffee or a car where it will depreciate or break down or like you'll sell it. Like, so are you putting your essence, your, your art, like all your, I feel like, I just, this came to me just now, but mm -hmm. all your art is really like expression of your essence i feel like i feel like jasmine is in every piece you know like i just kind of realized that now you it's know what I'm really, it really is and i kind of feel like um each piece is kind of like my baby yeah oh yeah fuck yeah of course but i've never had that um i i've actually um i was because i'm part of like art twitter and like part of that like whole community so like i see like the type of conversations that people are having and it was so interesting where people, um, someone had raised the question, it's like, um, have you ever created a piece where you didn't want to sell? And I have to be honest, it was those pieces where I felt my true essence was expressed. It was really difficult for me to sell it. But then on the other hand, I feel like it's more valuable for me to give it away. For someone else to enjoy this and someone else to have a part of me, that's way more special than me keeping it. It kind of felt a little bit selfish. And I guess it's like kind of like if you have a gift, it's like it is selfish to like keep your gift. Like, you know, you should share it with the world because someone else might appreciate it way more than you over time. Yeah, I, I actually um, <clears throat> recently, um, a f like a week ago, <clears throat> I went, I had like a low moment where um, someone said something to me that was just like that really, really, really caught me off guard and really hurt me. And oh my mom <laughs> but uh, but uh and that kind of like made me question a lot of things about myself um brought up a lot of things and like to the point where I was kind of looking at everything like my podcast and everything and I was wondering like 
why am I doing this? Is this helping anyone? Like, does this even matter? Like, like, what a blah, blah, blah. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm like, and I don't want no, like, sob story or whatever. Like, I feel much better now. So, like, I, like don't even feel bad for me, please. But, like, <clears throat> I went through that whole thing. But, you know, like, and then, like, I, uh, literally kind of, like, took me a few days to kind of get over that because it's something that means a lot to me. But, like, I kind of realized, though, just kind of with some, um, some of the stuff that people, people just, a few people start DMing me and, like, like, just telling me about, like, just how much I've changed your life and everything, how much, like, they were really, really struggling. So I kind of started realizing, oh, my gosh, like, all the people I've like coached, given advice to, some people have like, just, I help some people come out of depression. Like so many like people who are really struggling, like, and just kind of realizing like, just that alone, like just, I just had this feeling of, okay, what I do actually matters. Like, I remember when I used to be depressed and how that was like, just so, so horrible. Like it was just the worst thing. I would have done anything to, you know, um, reach get get out of that um and just kind of getting back in touch with that uh Mm -hmm. really really empowering and in a way like you could consider yourself like an energy artist because you're able to like take that in and transform it for people yeah i I definitely beauty definitely been seeing like all of life as art um It's like, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm just starting to kind of understand art as, because in the past I wasn't, I used, I used to be a very logical person. I could not understand the concept. I couldn't grasp art because I needed to find some type of logic to the label everything. And I just couldn't, the art is to me just like, oh, people would just do it to just relieve boredom. Like to me, that's all art was. So whenever... Um. Well, you know, who are, you know, like, but then, you know, once I, you know, got in alignment, blah, 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 had an awakening, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm realizing art is telling truth because all of life is essence, all of life is art. And what that means is there's no point to any of this. There's like, this is, there's, this is just one big piece of art. This is one big piece of music. This is one, life is just one, there's no point. Like, there's no point. Like, there's no, it's not like, okay, we came here. We need to get, go from point A to point B. What if we just came here and it's just more like a musical, right? Um, Alan Watts said something like that. I can't remember exact words, but it was so beautiful the way he said it. It's like, like just lay back and enjoy everything. Like, there's literally, it, it, just think about it. Like, there's, we're here and there's just infinite things we can choose, choose to think, choose to enjoy, choose to, like, and it just, but there's just, just there's no point. And ha- not having a point can scare people, but it really shouldn't. Like we, so for me, it's like, and I'm just, I'm still trying to, I guess, understand this, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no destination. There's no point. Like there's nope. it's like one big symphony, mm-hmm. one big orchestra. When we start thinking of life as more of like a dance and like a orchestra, like a musical rather than rather than you know come here get things done leave Mm -hmm. and yeah and I have to admit like that's how I saw life too like I just like I just saw life as specific stages it's like all right 
I'll finish college, get a job, get engaged, get married, have kids, work until I'm 65, retire. And it really wasn't until like, I really had to reach my breakdown to really like see like, dude, like there's, it's scary. I think for as someone who was depressed, the thought of like life having no point was the most terrifying thing for me because I already didn't want to live. And to know that life had no point, I was like, all right, so why am I here? If there's no point, what is the point? And so, but when you reach a high vibrational state, like it's so freeing. Wow, I feel like myself getting a little bit emotional about it, but like, it's just so, it just turns into such a beautiful sentence. There, There is no point to life. It's whatever you make it. You're a creator. You're the artist of your life. Whatever you want to paint and draw around you, that's what you can bring into your life. It's just so freeing. Like, you can do whatever you want. You can truly have fun. There are, there's seriously no restrictions. The only thing blocking you is your limiting beliefs. You know what's crazy? Like, I totally just realized, you know, like, um, the school system and everything has kind of made that for us, right? Like, point A to point B type of thing. And I feel like, man, if, if we kind of change that up and just introduce more art and introduce like kind of art, the essence of art to our younger kids and stuff, you know, I feel like, I feel like art is like the opposite of like, just the, I don't want to say depression, but the, the opposite of the lifelessness of kind of a lot of the st- stuff we've been taught. Mm-hmm. the point a to point b type of thinking and um yeah i think it's important to educate our youth on you know how to express their art and everything um yep. and something you said earlier which was um i think i think all kids like you know my little sister like uh she she's a pisces as well and she uh you know at a young age, she was drawing, drawing a lot of anime stuff, and in my in my head, the only thing I could think of at a time was, okay, she's gonna become, like, one day she can possibly become like a professional drawer or something, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm starting to realize now, okay, I think, um, I think a lot of creative people just, just yeah, like the paint, the just the drawings that she was making, like, it's just a sign of like the more artistic artistic stuff that's for her to come. So now she's doing bracelets and stuff. So for you, so, so you said, you were saying earlier, you know, look back at your childhood, see mm-hmm. painting, you know, if you're, if you like to paint, whatever, draw, sketch, draw anime, whatever. Um, I think that's like, I think that's like the beginner point of an artist. Yeah. Just the basic drawings and stuff and like that. Mm-hmm. And then you can lead to more. And I can imagine, too, like, even for, like, video editors, they're also creators creating content. And, like, maybe they were just, like, obsessed with movies and, like, really just saw the beauty of, like, cinema photography. Like, that's also, like, another stepping stone. And um, it wasn't until you brought it up about your sister, because I was the same way. Like, I was drawing. I really thought I would become an actual artist, like, a drawing artist. Someone who draws, right? Like, just doing, like, just the sketch, but professionally, right? Just all Mm -hmm. black and white. Like, it's just kind of... But then you, yeah, you, you realize, okay, we just put too much logic into it. And that was just like the baby version mm-hmm. of what your, you know, thing's going to become. Now that I realize it's probably also a factor of like what tools you had available as a kid. Like if I grew up like 
in a woodworking shop, I probably would have gone into that as a young kid. Cause I was also interested in that, but I never, I, I'm so, I'm still interested in that. Yo, the only reason I got into resin and epoxy is because I wanted to take my, make my own furniture. Yeah. Yes. Every table. Yeah. Yes. And so for me, these little pieces are my, are also my stepping stone. Yo, show that off again. That thing looks crazy. Right. Yo, that's crazy as fuck. That looks smooth too. And it looks, yeah, it's super smooth. And like the back, yeah, it's super smooth. I didn't even have to sand it down. Like there's holes in the middle. Um, Like I even like you, I have like a little coaster here. I made my own like incense holder made out of real flowers. Yo, that shit's crazy. This is all my stepping stone. Like, dude, I have so many ideas. Um, I'm just going to put this out in the universe. I've said it so many times. I want to make shoes out of resin. I don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> the, the physics doesn't work, but I'll make it work. It, it's going to happen one day. And it, you, you guys should have heard it here first. Oh, we're talking about sneakers or what? Sneakers, yes. Okay. I, I want to design my own sneakers using resin. I don't know, right, I don't gonna... know how it's going to happen, but... I have a feeling it's, I'll figure out a way. And that's also, it's just so cool. Like when you think about like, even with music, painting or drawing, like these resin artists, like no one else in the world has seen this. It's yeah. your, is, and that's just wild. Like um, I had a, I had a friend, friend who was a producer and I would get so hyped listening to his music because like as soon as I put in the headphones, I was already excited. I was like, wow, like no one else in the history of the world has heard what I'm about to hear right now. Cause it was his own creation. And it's just like, that's just so beautiful to me. Like, wow, like it's just so unique and special. Yeah. And I have such a big appreciation for other artists now, like going it through myself. And it really does take a lot of confidence to put your art out there. Um, and I have to admit, I haven't gotten any negative feedback, but if I ever do come across that, yeah. I would, I feel like I wouldn't be faced. Obviously, like, negative comments would hurt anyone. Like, especially, like, if, you, if it's, like, struck, like, a specific insecurity or, like, a trigger for you. Um, and I probably feel the same way. I'd, be, I'd probably, like, take it to heart. But I think I'm at the point now where if anyone had criticized my art, I would kind of laugh it off and just say, like, all right, what have you been creating? Let's mm-hmm. see your work. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, I put myself out there, like, I had enough balls to like, you know, really show the world like what I've created. And so like, if someone else criticizes you, it's like, all right, what are they doing? Yeah. And so, and it's just like a unique piece. Like everyone has their own style and you never, there's always going to be lovers and haters for anything. Yeah. And I was also thinking about it. Um, I think I was, um, it was an interview with Logic. Yeah. No, it was like one of his Instagram posts where he announced his retirement. And I have, uh, I'm, I've never really checked out his music too much. I, kinda, I just know like all of the hits. Um, but he had mentioned that, um, you know, when he first started, it was so fun for him to engage with his fans because he truly felt the love. Yeah. And you would think now that he's like a famous, like superstar, basically, yeah. you would think that like he has even more love. Mm-hmm. But he said that like he does, he can't even go on social media anymore because the balance between love and hate is almost equal. And I re- never really thought about it like that. And it's just like, damn, like, imagine being, like, truly at that level and, like, being open to, like, all types, like, the worst kinds of people coming at you. Yeah. And it just made me have more of appreciation. Like, wow, like, all these major artists, like, they're going through a lot, too. Like, yeah. all those comments, that has to get to you. 
like even if you're like Michael Jordan or I'm sure like I don't want to say Kobe but I don't know how how bad <laughs> Kobe <laughs> took criticism um but it would affect anyone but it's like as long as you just keep pushing through it's like I feel like that the love will always outweigh the hate in any case so you just got to put yourself out there and like the first step is just starting and especially like if you actually have a passion for it you're going to be able that's what's going to get get you through those moments of like the learning curve and kind of like and it won't feel like a pain it's going to be exciting for you to start experimenting and like find your own style i think what i'm most excited about is the fact that you're a high vibrational artist and so it will reflect in all your pieces and it's just so exciting to see how you're taking you're taking our definition of artists to a whole new level you know it's like um I don't know where this is going to go for you, you know, but this is a really good thing. Um, and that's another thing. What's been great about being high vibrational is I swear, I've never looked at any other artists as competition. Yeah. Um, like I definitely watch, like I look at our other, other artists to get like tips and tricks and techniques. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Let me see if I could do this, yeah. but I've never compared myself. Like I don't relate. I don't equal my level to someone else. And I don't feel bad about myself if I don't reach like their level. Cause dude, like that's, they're in their whole other lane. Like they, that has nothing to do with me. That's their essence being poured out. Like I have my own style. Mm, I love it. Love it. All right. Uh, any last words you want to say Jasmine? I just want to say for anyone like who does like have that like little, like kind of like tingling feeling, I'd say like in their heart or in their minds, like about starting something, please just start. You never know what's, where it's going to take you. The right people will come along to help you along your journey if you're willing to accept the help. So just please start and just trust that everything's going to work out okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, where we can find your art? Um, I know you don't have an Etsy page or to link anyone, but... Uh... Yeah, not yet, uh, but you can find me on Instagram. Um, so it's jasmine at jasmine.herself and on Twitter at jasmine herself. Um, and on Instagram, if you do check out my stories, I always have like unmolding videos. So I'm a little bit more active in that sense on Instagram, uh, but you can find all my artwork on Twitter too. All right, all right, cool, cool. All right, thank you everyone. Bye everyone, till next time.